0: Well, hello, bon dia, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Informed Idiots. Sorry for the long absence. How's everybody doing? My name is Yvonne Trejo. I am the host of Informed Idiots. I'm here with Nate Yanez. Hello, everybody. And Josh Carl. What's up? And, you know, we got, you know, some interesting stuff for you guys today, but obviously we kind of want to start with more recent news. Um, and that is the news of Julian Edelman retiring. How do you guys feel about that? I know I personally, whenever I saw that this morning or not too long ago, a couple hours ago, I was relieved because not that he did anything against us this year. I know last year he kind of had a down year, but that's because there were, you know, he was kind of missing a quarterback, uh, towards the second half of his. Oh, and I think he actually missed half a half the season too last year. Didn't he? Yeah, I
1: think he got injured in like the second or third week.
0: That's right. That's right. So maybe that's why I, last year it was kind of like a down season. It looked like to me, but I know that every time we played him, and, and it seemed like most of his career, it, when, you know, whenever it mattered, that dude was clutch. Um, maybe it also had to do with the fact that, you know, Tom Brady was his quarterback. Um, but I know if, if someone was to ask me if he had a Hall of Fame career, um, I would probably have to check his numbers um, a little bit better. Uh, I know the dude's probably got, like, what, three, four rings. Um, so uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, am, I am excited because uh, he is no longer going to uh, destroy my, my team's in uh on Sunday, but I am also kinda upset because he was also a sleeper for me on
2: fantasy. When? When like his first two years? <laughs>
0: no, I mean last the two years last two years, I mean not last year, but two years ago I used him and he was he, he was very good. He was, like I said, he was a sleeper for me. He he was averaging like three or four points uh on fantasy so,
1: look, I mean, if you're talking about him in the context of the career that he's put together uh, in the regular season, his numbers aren't aren't overwhelming. And to your point, like I like that you call him a sleeper because he was never like he was a potentially a really good number two in his really good years to Josh's point where, like, which year did you have him like he was never the guy that you looked at as. Like, oh, man, Julian Edelman, one of the best receivers in the league. But, you know, what I always say, context is key. Right. And what Julian Edelman did is he, he took advantage of the situation he was in. And he realized, <laughs> look, I'm I do right. these things that Tom Brady really likes his receivers to do. And if I just keep doing that shit, I'm going to be successful. And he was extremely successful. He maximized every bit of talent that he had and he did it with like sheer grit and determination and just hard work and it manifested mostly in the playoffs where you know like when we did our Super Bowl preview I asked you guys the the question about momentum and like who do you think has the right which which mentality wise which team has the edge and that's the mystique of New England right and that's part of the mystique that hangs on Julian Edelman. That's why you're scared of the dude, because when we played him the last few years, they were big, important games. And those were the times that you were most scared of Julian Edelman because of his connection with Tom and because you knew in those big time moments, the things that separate guys isn't always talent. It's who wants that shit more. And there was never a question at that position with Julian Edelman.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, so going back to what I was saying, in 2019, the dude had 1,017 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude had six touchdowns. You know, in 2018, he had 850 yards and six touchdowns. So that's what I'm saying. Like, in fantasy, I to me, that dude would have been a, yes, a sleeper for me. And he was – I almost want me a championship, but we won't talk about that right now.
1: Well, and when you and when you look at those stats, like none of them are crazy, right? They're no, good no, stats. no, no, no. But, that's but why if I you call go, him a but pull up his playoff stats. There's one guy who has more playoff receiving yards than him, and I know the argument against that is he played with Brady and he was in the playoffs all the time. So, like, the numbers right. are a little skewed in in that respect. But he still had to make those plays. To get those yards, and he did that time and again. His the only guy who has more yards in the playoffs, I believe, than him is Jerry Rice. And whenever you're on a list and your name is that close to that dude, you've done something right.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I at all don't. I mean, if obviously if people were going to uh, say that, oh well he was on there the whole time. It's like, well, yeah, that's how you get a lot of yards. Like you don't you're not going to be on there for, you know, more than likely you're not going to be there for just three games in the playoffs and have all the yards, you know, the most yards, you know, in playoff history. Mm -hmm. Like for example, I'm sure Jerry Rice, has more yards because he was also in the playoffs a lot. Like mm-hmm. you know, that's
1: and he's the greatest wide receiver in the history of oh,
0: football. Oh yeah, exactly. But that's well, what I'm saying. We shouldn't we shouldn't knock somebody. No, because they were in the playoffs a lot. No, he's that's a not a bad
2: thing. He's a great he's a great receiver for his size, man. And even for his size, he's even better than a great receiver. So do you guys know what his average pretty much is over the last? Oh, I don't know since 2012 per yards per per, per game reception.
1: yards per game no,
2: per reception. His average per reception. Uh, like 9.7 It is over 10 Every yeah. single year since 2012 With most of the time It being uh, Close, you know, 11.5 You know, 11, pretty much 11 He only got two years where it was under 11 And then last year when he sucked but Which wasn't entirely his fault uh,
0: And he only played 15, a couple he, of games He only played six games
2: 15 yards per yep. reception Dude is a beast, yep. and he really is
1: If he goes into the hall of fame, right. So like, you know, this is how it works. They go in and somebody talks and nominates somebody. So I'm going to nominate Edelman for the hall of fame in this Mm -hmm. situation. Seventh round pick. He was a quarterback, never played wide receiver plays a wide receiver turns into the most trusted, you know, wide receiver on the team, excluding the tight end. um, For the majority of his career with the greatest quarterback of all time. And you can't argue – you can't hold the fact against him that he kept going to the playoffs and kept racking up numbers. And he's got three rings. Now, stepping out of that argument, I hate the rings part of it. Like, Okay, well, let's, I, let's look I, at this real quick. But but I still
0: I, – I would, you I count would
2: it. not be you upset. Count it.
1: I'm not going to be upset if Julian Edelman makes it in to the Hall of Fame. I'll be upset if he goes in on the first ballot. I, exactly. But I, but, I was just about but to he, say that. But he should. I can see why – there is a pathway and, and I respect all of that stuff. He is, he's small. He's undersized. He's a dog. All of those qualities that you would want. Like if I could be a football player, I would want to have a lot of the qualities that Julian Edelman does. So I oh, respect somebody putting him in the hall of fame
0: only on a, in a, in a bigger body, but that's, that's about it.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. But <laughs> even if, like, no,
2: if,
1: if I could live Julian Edelman's, if I could have Julian Edelman's career, even without, tom brady like if i could just have a career in the nfl as long as he did and put up the stats that he did you take away all the playoff stuff
0: well that's, one, that's well, a really
1: good that's a really good career he's you, not a hall of famer at that point you add all that stuff that other stuff in but I, give me a nine-year career as a
0: but you can't really solid have number two the number other, three though. wide receiver you no I, have, I get you, you know? i get you
1: but i'm just saying in this and my point is right
0: right 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 that type player
1: i love and add all of the stuff that makes his story what it is together it doesn't not look like a hall of fame career to me
2: well he's 600 receptions for 6822 yards averaging 11 Mm -hmm. yards per carry longest is 77 and he's got 36 touchdowns and he's played for what is that um 11 years
1: and I would love to see the stat of like how many of his catches were first downs. And I wish that there was somewhere that was like I, how many, I mean, how many just like incredible plays, like how many momentum shifting plays, how many third down diving catch. Like I can think of like eight. Yeah, but highlights in my head of him just like diving and fully laying out. Like all of that. Yes, that's. I mean, yeah, that's all really good stats. Much, but then you add in the the.
2: You pretty much answered the answer question, himself. Nate, with, of how many first downs. I mean, every time you throw them the ball, you're going to get 11 yards.
1: Yeah, on average. So, yeah. Mean, did you, did you guys, guys many, see the how stat? How many
2: of them are first downs? Technically all of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so I saw this tweet earlier The today majority is, of them. <laughs> that isn't necessarily uh, tied into this, but it's a stat that was hilarious. And it was like, if you, if you take the average completion percentage of all the starting quarterbacks in the NFL, It was like 68 point something percent. And then (laughs) the follow up was Tom Brady averages going to the championship game in in a season 73.8 percent of the time. So statistically, Tom Brady is more likely to go to the championship game than an NFL quarterback is to complete a pass. Just (laughs) like. Just, you know, laying stats out there, talking about Edelman and the, the impact of stats and, and numbers, that's just ridiculous for Tom Brady. Yeah, go, that,
0: that is just
1: ridiculous. Go to Uh
2: We don't talk about that name anymore, and that's a bunch of nerd stuff.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, well, uh, I disagree on the first part and wholeheartedly agree on the second what do you got for us now, Evan?
0: Well, I don't know if you guys... Uh, this is one that I've been kind of wanting to talk to you guys for a little bit. Uh, um, I don't know if you guys saw that um, uh, Mighty Ducks just came out with a new series.
2: I did see that. Is it on Netflix or Disney?
0: It's on Disney+. Shout out to Disney+. Disney um, so that kind of got my mind to thinking... <laughs> Um, is Mighty Ducks one of the greatest uh, kid sports movies ever? Because if you think shame about it, shame
1: on you, shame on you for asking that question. I, I said
0: one of the. Okay. The
1: answer is is undoubtedly yes. That just because I'm, I'm upset that you're even questioning.
0: Top five for for sure. Top and see that's why it all and then it got me to thinking. What are your I, I don't know if I could come up with top five, but I for sure have top three kids movies. And I know uh, kids sports movies? Kids sports movies, yes. Okay. And that is, you know, kids playing sports, not like, you know, you know, air air bud or something like that. So for me
2: Okay, I got a question right off the bat. Okay. The Space Jam count. Space Jam no, does not no, count because it's be not kids, kids playing the exactly. sport. I thought kids about that. And the kids are Michael not-
1: Jordan was definitely not a kid. Neither was Bill Murray.
2: Exactly.
0: And there were, and, the, and none of the none of the little uh, Tunes were kids either.
2: Okay, well, I'll go first.
0: Okay, go ahead. Give me I, three.
2: I, I've got The Sandlot, Mighty Ducks, one, two, or three. I take any of them in that place. Okay, and then um, Rookie of the Year. Okay. Nice. <sighs> mm-hmm. yep. yep. Nice. Okay. And that's only because Space Jam doesn't fall in the criteria, even though it is a kid's sports movie, just not kids in the sports movie. Yes. Right.
0: right. Okay.
1: That's a whole nother list for a whole nother pod.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Nate, Nate.
1: Okay. So I agree with two of those, right? Um, for me, like impact in my life growing up, Mighty Ducks was incredible. I can remember we did the Flying V in soccer. It didn't work nearly as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rookie of the Year, like, if they're remaking movies, please remake that one because I could only imagine how cool it would be. No, you can't read modern times. Well, I'm saying I, I don't think it would be- look like you were talking about the Disney Plus show earlier. I am choosing to ignore that it exists until everybody everywhere says that it's amazing because it's amazing. Uh, all of the remake. Is it? It's amazing. Disney Plus? Okay, because all the other remakes that they've done have not impressed me.
0: Are, are you talking about all. Disney Plus, right? No, he's talking about Mighty. Ducks. I'm talking
1: about Disney movies in, uh, in general. About
0: the Mighty Ducks, I haven't watched it yet, but I am very intrigued because it's not well, that's, a remake. That's what I'm saying. It's a I don't want to watch
1: it because I don't want to watch it because they haven't done very well with like. The Lion King they remade I didn't like it. The Jungle yeah, Book I didn't like it. That's but, what I mean. I don't want to ruin a good the Mighty, thing.
0: The Mighty Ducks isn't a remake, it's a continuance,
1: which which puts me off of it even more. No, anyway, I like my the third, continuance. Anyways, my third. third. The annexation of Puerto Rico. Little Giants.
0: Oh, oh you stole
2: mine.
1: I absolutely – that you stole I, I, that's mine. kind of that's kind of like the the cult classic of this, you know, it definitely didn't get the award love. Um, And and it shouldn't, I'm not saying that, but that this one's my kind of out of left, out of left field
0: pick Mm -hmm. because I loved that movie. And see right there, that one hits home for me because as a kid, I remember watching Little Giants in Mexico, you know, and I I couldn't tell you exactly what the hell they were saying, but I know exactly what the hell they were doing. All right. And I know I remember till this day I was. And I was just beginning to be a Cowboys fan too, to to see the Cowboys and Giants. That's I think where my hate for the Giants began. Um, but I, I'm telling you, it, that right there, that movie is my number one. So I'm gonna go ahead and go ahead and go one, two, three instead of three, two, one. Okay, um,
1: hold on, hold on. I have to step in. Josh, that explains so much. The hater in him was born at, at a young, young age. It was. He chose to, to root against the good guys in the movie just because of the Cowboys in it. That, that, that gives me a deeper understanding of you, Yvonne. Thank you for sharing that. Hey, now, let's if, hear your list.
0: If you didn't know about that already, I mean, Cowboys... Hey, I
1: knew, I, I knew we all had a little hate in our heart. It's just interesting to hear when yours manifested itself at first. Right. I got I to gotta, I
2: gotta change on one real quick. I got to change on one down. Does it count if they're college kids? No, uh, no, that's not kids, so. man. That's like yeah. semi adults. Uh,
1: yeah, adults. You got to be. Well, I mean, I guess you don't got to be, but anybody who's in a college sport movie is going to be 17,
2: 18. So, yeah. So, Miracle or The Miracle on Ice. Hell no. no. No, no that doesn't count, count but incredible. Yeah. incredible.
0: yeah. Movie. Incredible movie. Now, we can go on next, like, great sports movies. That's another topic for another day. Oh, I mean because I'm I'm gonna have to, gonna ha- gonna have to research next. me on that one. You know, I'm gonna have to do some research <laughs> on that, you know. You know what I'm saying? But uh, oh, I mean, man. This, this is just kind of off the top of my head. It gives you know? me an excuse
1: to watch remember the Titans.
0: Bro, I watched that the other day. Anyway, <sighs> let, let me give you let me give yeah, you my top go, three go, go, real go. quick. All right, so it's Little Giants, Mighty Ducks and Sandlot. That's my top 3 yeah. just because that's how like in my lifetime, I remember Little Giants that impacted me. And like none other. And then Mighty Ducks. I remember one to skate everywhere because of Mighty Ducks. I did not do it just as good as they did at all. I had a lot of.
1: Oh, my gosh. Do you guys remember the movie that had the like kid who was a surfer who lived in California and he moved to like Minnesota and it was all about rollerblading and Jack Black was in it? Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? What was that movie called? Oh my
2: God! Does that it count? Was horrible. I know, but I loved it. it I loved
1: was... that movie. I have oh, no God. idea what movie you're talking about. Hold on, about. Am I'm deviating right now.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh God. Well, if we're doing the greatest sports movies, that is going on See? the list. Hey, it's hey. one of the best movies Listen, ever because it's, it's not good.
2: It's called you're,
1: Airborne. Airborne. God, because he jumps on his over the thing, uh, off the ramp at the American, end.
2: <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, an American comedy drama film about inline skating.
1: Oh my God! Okay. I, I was a rollerblader back then. That movie influenced me.
0: Hey, I don't know if I call myself a rollerblader, but I had rollerblades. And
2: Seth Green. Me too. Seth
1: Green was in that too. Oh my God! He was the bully too, wasn't he? Oh my gosh! Oh, God! I don't know if I want to watch it. And once again, like my childhood memories of it. Like, do you ever not want to watch a movie that you loved when you were younger for ruining how yeah, you viewed the it?
0: Well, okay. So here's here's my my kind of story about that. I've never actually thought about that, and I should probably think about that. But I'm I'm now in a kick right now. It's funny that you say that into watching old movies that that I loved as a kid. Just because, um, it, like I was saying, a lot of them I watched at Mexico, and either they were, they're subtitled or translated. And as we both know, um, whenever they were subtitled, my mom would have to read it to us. And if they were uh, translated, the translation doesn't always match You know what they were saying in English. So I watched
2: – I don't know. Like I said, I watched – it wasn't Remember the Titans, but I can't – And just because of your mom, I wonder how much shit she told you was something or just something different, you know? Like, and he's saying that he loves God very
0: much, right there.
2: (laughs) 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 So that's what I'm saying.
0: I'm just rewatching some of the old movies, and I was like, oh, I understand this now. Like, you know, mind blown. So right now,
1: there are some there are some dirty, dirty jokes and some old movies that I really liked, and some stuff that I just didn't pick up on at all in older movies,
0: yeah. It's okay. Back to sports. no, no, back no. no. Sport. Especially in in the Disney movies because that's just some of that stuff. Man, it's all of yeah. them. All of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, honestly, I just kind of got a little, a little another, you know, you know, another hook on this one. So um, I don't know if you guys saw the new Justice League movie that just came out. Uh, yeah. The the four hours. Was it
2: new? Just a, yeah. a, a, a or deeper explanation.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not necessarily about the Justice League. What brought me to to me is that someone said that uh, Batman was more uh, relative than Superman was, but it, it, and it, and that kind of I was like, is that true? Like, who is the more who is the more uh, to you guys recognizable superhero? Is it Batman or is it Superman? Uh, they're in the same boat for me. I man. don't know, man. You gotta k- pick one or the other.
1: Like, what do you? What gun do you to mean? the head. Like, more gun to the head. More recognized more, more.
0: Like, I think right now it, it would have. I think Superman. more people would have to say. I think to me, I think more people would say Batman just because I feel like Batman for the last few years has been more in the eyes So are
1: you are asking who you think is more popular right now, like not well
0: that's that, what I'm okay. saying, more recognizable. So like, like I feel like right now people would most say Batman. But in my life Well I think
1: I think if you just like threw up a like a either one of the just like outlines of a symbol, I, I don't think I think it's even. Like I don't think anybody anybody who knows one of them is gonna know the other.
0: Yeah but I,
1: I I don't know. I, I mean, gun gun to my head. Yeah, I guess I, I'm still gonna say
0: Superman. I would say Superman to me. Like I said, in my lifespan, I would say I would say Superman just because he he's uh, he's uh, he's also my favorite superhero. But he's also to me been in the eyes in my eyes, I guess, more because he's like the superhero where Batman. I guess they just had to remake the movies to kind of. You know solidify his
1: well I mean Bat- Batman is a character that that like each like generation gets to have their own version and like we're lucky enough to live in a day and age where like in our lifetimes we're gonna see a lot of these versions it's it to me Batman is like more of like a James Bond sort of a deal where like I don't ever like when I look at the James Bond movies I think of James Bond as like a code name and that's that that's what the James Bond person is instructed to do. That's why all the James Bond movies feel the same because whoever is James Bond is like, that's what that spy's job is to do. This is what you handle and take care of. And that's kind of how I view Batman in my head, I guess, is like, I don't see it as one long, continuous story of like the same dude. It's, I'm cool with like this guy has his time being Batman and we see this story told and like, okay, what now, now this guy been, you know, now uh, this guy's going to play Batman. Okay. Let's see what the story they tell with this Batman is. And now uh, uh, Pattinson is going to play it. Like, okay, let's see what story they tell with him. I look at it as like, like picking up comics, you know?
0: Like, yeah. Okay. I was just, you know,
1: there's different stories
0: just kind of, you know, food for thought. Real whereas, quick. Bat- yeah. whereas
1: Batman to me is like one continuous like you can look at his whole history, and it's always the same person. So you can look at, like, oh man, do you remember when that happened to him and how he had to deal with it and and get through this tough situation? And you can put that in context against, oh man, now he's fighting this thing, and oh gosh, oh remember when he fought that? Like he did this. Maybe we'll see him do something like that in this one. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: Yep. yep. Yeah. No, it doesn't. No, it don't. It don't make any sense. It's okay. all corrupt. Thank you. Uh, Hey, so you guys saw um, that to, to kind of push us back onto sports. Uh, you guys saw that was it the first Japanese guy to win the Masters? I was going to talk about Over- that. Yeah, I was going to actually uh, wait till we had Ian on here because he's kind of our golf guy
0: as well, our basketball guy yeah. as well. But well, I we did can see that, we- and
1: I definitely we can oh, touch yeah, no, on yeah, it no, a little no, bit. Sure. I didn't wa- I didn't watch, but I saw I saw the news and like, well, I saw- for what's going on in the country right now. Like, fuck yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah.
2: I saw two different things when I was watching it. One, the amount of respect his caddy gave him on the win. Did you guys see that? Uh, I haven't seen any. Like, it... You should look it up. It's like a very traditional bow. It was very respectful. It was, it was pretty awesome to see. And then the other thing that I saw was um, Matsusuma. I, I guess that's how you yeah, said it. Yeah, I think the that's his name. name. But um, So they asked him, like, who are some of your favorite athletes or who are the, the athletes, you know, that inspire you Um you know, in your sport and everything, and he actually did not name a single golfer. He named um, baseball players. So you, Darvish, nice. uh, uh, Shoya Antani, uh, who's a freaking beast. I don't know if you guys have seen what he's doing already this year, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, it was it was baseball players. That's kind of so, cool. Just kinda I did sh- see. Japan, I did- Japan's kind of been big into baseball though. Like the the kids, the like the kids' world series. What do they call
0: uh, that? Well, dude, not just that, like Japan. The Little had, League
2: World series, you know how Japan well they ar- always have a team playing.
1: Japan arguably has the next like best level of baseball, or at least they did for a mm-hmm. while. And you used to have XML beers that go over there. That's uh what was a Bernie Mac movie? Like that was based on a dude who went over there. And uh Yeah. And when you think about when you think about like if you were growing up in Japan and you weren't a soccer fan who were your athletes to look up to and idolize in other major sports? Well, b- baseball like, players. You pretty much only had a couple. Yeah. You you really – you had Jeremy Lin and you had baseball mm-hmm. players. That was basically it. Or, um, I, yeah, mean, I mean, have mean... there been – I know there have been Korean kickers. Yeah. Well, he's Chinese. Oh, right. um, I know there have been Korean kickers. I wonder if there's been a Japanese kicker in the NFL. You know, But there Isn't you go. There, uh, we can't who, think of anybody. The
0: kicker, uh, what uh, nationality is a kicker for Atlanta right now? Do you know his name?
1: Choo, he's choo. Korean. That's young. Yeah, Hoku.
0: Koo, choo, yeah. Koo. I'm pretty sure he's Korean. You go. See? So, that's not Japan, Ivan. Oh, we're talking about that. What do you mean he's of the Asian descent? Um. Yeah, he's Korean. Yeah,
2: yeah and that's not and that's not a sport. Right, that but that's, Ivan, that's like saying there's
1: a Spanish guy playing, so you should feel cool because you're Mexican.
0: Hey, well, man, listen. They're a different if, countries. If, 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 if there is any Hispanic people playing, or in 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 the NFL, I am all for it because we don't. Hey,
1: I got to give a shout out right quick. We haven't recorded in a while, okay? So something incredible happened to me uh, on a UFC broadcast. There's a cat fighting in the UFC right now who was a fucking badass, and his name is Adrian Yanez. <laughs>
0: he's
1: on a he's on a four or five fight winning streak right now. Fights out of Houston, Texas. So shout out to Adrian Yanez because um, it was incredible. Like. I never thought about hearing my last name, like, announced anywhere. Yeah, no. And it super, was, it was like, it was really Hispanic weird. Name. and, and
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, so there have been a lot of professional athletes that you know with the last name Yanez. Exactly. Can you remind me of them? Because oh, I have the
2: last you know, name that, and I don't that know. That was something when... I was going to touch on. There's There's not a lot of Asian descent players in the NFL. There's not overly a bunch of Hispanic players in the NFL. It's just not. You know, mm-hmm. even in baseball, there's not a bunch of Hispanics. It's mostly Puerto Ricans. If you're of, of a well, there,
1: there's, plenty, there's plenty. There's plenty Hispanics in, in baseball, but there's not a large representation otherwise, and in, in, in a lot of other sports. And and that's why it was like, not just the fact that the dude's Mexican, but like randomly hearing, you know, one of my favorite sports and hearing my name on the broadcast. I was like, what? Yeah, no, that's dope. Did I hear that? Like, you know, Trejo is, is far more common. You know, Carl is far more common. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Multiple...
0: Twi- tre- find me another Trejo. Yeah. Well Danny I'm Trejo. saying like you
1: yeah, I'm saying like <laughs> it, there there's popular people with your guys' last names that's out there that are far more relevant and top of mind than
0: y- you Yeah, no, that's no, I think <laughs> that that's super something. dope.
1: It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. I, and I something I had never thought like Smith, you know, Mm -hmm. Wallace, Johnson. Like, I'd never – it never even occurred to me to hear your name on on a broadcast uh, anywhere. And so it was just like, wow, I don't even know that, dude. I could only imagine if you, like, had a family member who was an athlete. Well, shout out Adrian Shout out, bruh. Shout out. Now, uh,
0: since, you know, we're doing this whole uh, sports – uh, you know, all around sports and movies type stuff. apparently and the movie, hey, you know, everything just just whatever's t- related. Have you guys been checking out the Royals? What the Royals been doing?
2: Yeah, they're four and three. And I think they're they're looking pretty good tonight. I just got an update a second ago.
0: Well, we're we're, we're losing right now by one in the bottom of the sixth. But um, but no, just overall, like I think the Royals had either I want to say the second best or tied for the first. For the best record in spring, uh, uh, spring training, um, which is I'm telling you, which is pretty, pretty, pretty impressive, and um, it's it kind of got me optimistic to think that you know they might actually contend, you know, this year for you know for to do something. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for the for, to check out the Royals this year.
2: Yeah, they're playing pretty well. I you know, and I'm I have to admit that I've slacked quite a bit. Over the last couple of years on the Royals, uh, on who's on the team because they've changed up so much. Um, mm-hmm. But I have been watching the younger guy, Nicky Lopez. Uh, I see that I'm yeah. excited about him. I know modesty has been out for a while, but he yeah, was doing I'm very Modesty's well in spring.
1: Training. Since the start of the season, yeah,
2: been, he was doing very well in spring for, training. Um,
0: surprise there.
2: You know, I went to the game the other day, and it was a really good game. You know, we were losing. We were down like 4-0 by the third or something, and then out of nowhere we come back to win the game. It was it just almost – you know, it reminded me of the old days. It's just almost one mm-hmm. inning of just a disaster for them, and we're making – you know, dropping the ball in, in midfield there, you know, just peppering it everywhere and just getting out there and scoring. So they're looking pretty good. But I know uh, – it seems like they're not very happy about Santana, I think it is. Um, He's not batting very well, so I don't know, man. Did you know Holland's still on the team? Is that the same Holland pitcher? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they
0: we picked him up. Oh, okay. I was like So,
2: I don't know. I'm excited for yeah, it too, though. Yes. They've been playing very well. It's it's yeah, it's exciting. I saw I heard something today that they were saying that like uh you're guaranteed to win 50, you're guaranteed to lose 50. It's the 62 in between that really make or break a team um, and that you have to you have to really make, you know, different plays like last night. They were saying
1: that's an interesting way to, to look at it. I kind of I kind of uh, I,
2: I, I you know, last night they were saying they, you know, they played horribly offensively, but defensively, you know, they they made it happen to make the comeback and win yesterday. So I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm really ready to get back out in the ball field and watch.
1: Well, you guys know me like I am. I am no baseball fan to the truest sense of the word. I'm a Royals fan. You know, I cheer for the Royals and um, I'm perpetually, uh, you know, the bandwagoner that that's how I've always been with the Royals. And um, interestingly enough, a a ton of guys at the office that I work at now are all ex-college baseball players. So I'm kind of inundated with baseball talk again. And um, it has been really pleasant to, like, hear them talk well about the Royals. So, yeah, yeah, I'm excited to go back out to the K. I'm excited to, uh, to actually pay attention. My family this year actually... We all pitched in because <laughs> nice. we all have YouTube TV, but we all pitched in and got the AT so so that we could all watch the, the Royals. Royals this year.
0: So heck yeah, heck um, yeah.
1: We're, we're, I'm I'm actually financially invested in the Royals <laughs> this season. Yeah, no,
0: I, I, I'm I'm gonna have to do the same because I definitely want to watch. I, I I definitely enjoy
2: watching some Royals well, games. I don't, and since we're in the topic, I don't uh-huh, on that real quick. I don't I don't know about you, Ivan, but with COVID last year and not being able to go to a single Royals game. I mean, me and you, um, you know, starting well before 2014, we went to shoot mostly in 2014. We went 20 plus or 20 or some games. uh, We're used to going to 20 or more games a year. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was really, it was really hard last year to one. Keep it was weird. You know, they shortened baseball. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it, it was really weird. So when I had the opportunity to go out the other day, it's something that. I'm just glad we have the opportunity to do after COVID, you know, I didn't want to uh, miss out on any opportunities this year. So, but they sold, they said that the stadium was sold out and seeing that place sold out going to the world series and then seeing it sold out during COVID was just such a dramatic change in how we view sports now, you know, they is just seeing an empty, an empty stadium, but yet seeing, that, you know, you can't even buy any more seats. And it's just, I don't know, man, it was it's super weird. So I, that's the thing I'm excited most about is to be able to get back out there with with a couple friends, being safe, still social distancing, and, and just getting to enjoy being outside and, and watching sports.
1: Mm-hmm. Dude, I get my second shot next week. And, uh, you know, it's not going to change at all how I've been, been acting throughout this whole thing. You know, I had a long – I had an hours long conversation with somebody the other day, and who who was open minded and willing to have the conversation, and and they they changed a lot of their viewpoints on stuff. And you know the the biggest thing that I'm excited about right now is like it does feel like we're really close um, to getting over the hump. Mm-hmm. You know, people are it, just a little bit longer. You know, yeah. and enough of us are going to be vaccinated to where uh, as many people as we can as we who are who are willing to be open minded. And can be convinced that you know science and the statistics overwhelmingly in every argument support getting the
2: vaccination. Well, it was crazy seeing the, and, the uh, you got you saw obviously saw the Rangers right. The Rangers huh. had a full stadium. Oh yeah, well yeah, they're in Texas. They're full exactly. stadium, USC's and going it was, to Texas it was and... anxiety at right right off the bat. I was like, God damn, man. I mean,
1: but. Yeah, I mean, the text is all, the text is that's what I'm saying. Assholes. If, if so there are people close. who are out there who are who are willing to be open-minded and have the conversation and willing to to see and, and have. Because this person that I talked to, they weren't crazy. They were a good person. They were of sound mind. But they just hadn't been presented the information in a way that they could understand it. And as soon as they understood it, they were like, whoa, I can't. Like, damn. Okay. Well, yeah, I... You know, it does make a lot of sense. I, I guess I hadn't thought about that. And like, yeah, I am saying this. I guess I just didn't realize that this is also a part of me saying that. And, yep. you know, she the point she made was it's a ninety nine percent survivability rate. And I said, so you're OK sacrificing one percent of people. And she was like, well, that's not what I'm saying. And but yep. that that is it's what you're saying. And so. Yeah. Right but i uh i funny that you're talking about texas and and this the event down there because I'll be vaccinated and and comfortable to wear a mask and like Dude, I, I would love to go see a UFC event, man. Like, uh-huh. I've been missing live sports <laughs> so bad. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to support it because I don't really support a lot of what he's doing. Uh, he's not helping. Uh, the I, really, I really I
0: really hope if you're going to go to a sporting event, it's not in Texas, but that's neither here or there. I hope if you really go um, to a exactly, sporting no.
2: event for your first sporting event back, it's not a UFC. It, yeah, no. Oh, kidding. no. That, that,
0: the first sporting event that I
1: go to is going to be in Kansas City at the yeah, K. that's right. It is. Two weeks after next Friday, as soon as I am free and clear and good to go, I will be
0: well, my well, Mine I is went, on
2: Thursdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> went, I went, and I definitely recommend going. It's like the good old days of the Royals when half the seats were full. You could lay, lay your legs over the seats in front of you and sprawl out. Nice, nice. You know?
1: My parents are
2: there tonight. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. Send me pictures yeah, right it now. It could be a good nice. game. I mean, we're coming back. It could be a good game. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Now speaking about baseball, um I kind of wanted to talk to about uh, to talk to, uh, about this real quick and just kind of give this dude a shout out. I heard about this this morning and I'm really glad that I remembered it. Um <laughs> remember. did you guys hear about the, this uh, North Texas pitcher? No. Um so this North Texas pitcher, his name is Hope uh, Trotwin, I believe is his last name. I'm, it's 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 something like that. Um so he had a perfect game the other day, but not just a perfect game like you've seen in, you know, Major League Baseball where, you know, this dude gets, you know, hit and now to first, da, da, da. This dude straight up struck out all 21 batters that came up to the bat. The whole game? The, all Everybody that came up to bat, he struck them out. All of them. All 21 batters that came up to bat, he struck them all out.
2: Oh my, that's pretty good, man. That's awesome.
0: That is, dude. That's incredible. Like, I don't, I don't think I've ever, I don't know, if I, I, or heard, seen anybody do that. Like, that is just, and I'm just kind of, and I, I read up a little bit more about it. And obviously, there's people that have done it, but I mean, I guess the most recent one was like in 1991 or something like that. But that's just, just hearing about that, man. It's just, and just thinking about it, man. Like, I can't imagine sitting there, like, what that dude was thinking, like you know who who else you got you know, this dude's coming up here again you know I, that dude I, I, the the high no, that he must have honestly, got from
2: that i honestly don't think that when you're when you're in that position and you're pitching like that or you're playing your sport to like the highest level that you can at that point in time which is what exactly what that is I don't think you're thinking anything. I think it's all balls, dude. Just you're fucking, you're out there and you're just like, you already know. You already know you're a straight guy, everybody out. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're like, some dude
0: comes up here, like, you've already struck him out three times, probably two times. And now he's coming up there for the third time. You're like, oh, this dude again? Like, all right, let's see, let's see what you got. You know, you know, he's
2: got a, you know, it's towards stat- the your end. Your third time. I think statistically, your third time at a pitcher is when, when you're supposed to hit, be at your best. So, right. Or probably. Or- or- I don't know man. that's
0: crazy. I would like to say I'd like to think that you know some people have that cockiness in them that Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know. Huh? You know I would like to say that you know, you know like, like that Michael Jordan I'm a whoever you put in front of me I'm just going to f- fucking destroy. Yeah. So I don't know really don't know much about this hope dude but it, shout out to dude I mean what a what a great great uh wait, great game man that's just that's just incredible yeah that's really cool um i just kind of another little thing that i wanted to touch on um was you know we obviously haven't been on here for a while to talk about this but um the national championship game and what do you guys what do you guys think about that you know
2: well i lost our home uh bracket because uh baylor won so i'm not too happy about that
0: yeah i mean but it was a good note now Bailey, I, I was actually rooting for Gonzaga for the same, like I told Ian uh, when we were actually watching it. I'm rooting for it because I've never seen I, – I, I enjoy sports history. Like, whenever the Patriots yeah. were going undefeated, I was actually rooting for them to win uh, because I wanted to see that. I wanted to see a perfect season. Like, I want to see somebody do that. Um, I feel like that's not something you get, you know, a chance to see every year. So if, if in my lifetime, I can say to my grandchildren or children, if I ever do have some, um, dude, I, you know, I was alive to see that, you know, that's just something that a great accomplishment. I feel like it's, it's part of my bucket list, I guess.
1: And part of, part of that for me, Ivan, cause I feel really similar. Like if some, even if it's against my team, if something special that, that is, you know, quote-unquote once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see i'm i'm typically gonna side with it and what makes gonzaga to me um and kind of relative to the patriots that you were talking about then they felt like they deserved Mm -hmm. it right like it didn't feel like they lucked their way there it felt like no nah, man, not this team has a chance to do something we've never seen happen before, and we they have a chance at that because they've busted their asses to to take every opportunity available to them, and um, so it it was incredible. It was it was it was great to see uh, the run and the game. The game lived up to everything.
0: Yeah, no, it, it really. I it mean, not the game, like the national championship, not not per se was I was, was kind of, but I tell you what. That that uh who was it? Uh NCLA or UCLA and Gonzaga game. Best one of the best games, basketball games I've ever seen in my life. I had to record it because I, I knew that I would want to watch it again. That was from start to finish for sure one of the best basketball games I've ever seen. I don't know if the you, thing I, I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch it, but
2: yeah, it's kind of touching on I recorded uh, point it point here yeah. Ivan. I I agree with you I think um uh, I think what was cool is it did I'm not a big basketball fan so it's hard to tell but it seems like a lot more of the lower seed team uh, higher seed teams did a lot better this year like I feel like there was a there was this huge unknown after the first round of uh, Holy shit! Look at some of these teams that are making it, and then seeing how far a lot of those teams got. Loyola, Chicago, UCLA, all those guys were those higher, higher seeds. I don't know if you say higher or lower seed when they're higher number. Um, who who was like the 11s, to 12s. <laughs> I, yeah.
0: we, we know what you mean. We know what far, you mean. Yeah. It, yeah, but
2: all these upsets, we got you. you know, it seems like. It, you watch. You like. I watched the sports broadcasting at first to try to get an idea of 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 you know who I'm gonna pick. What are they thinking? Because I didn't know shit about basketball. So you see a lot of the time, hardly any upsets were picked right off the bat from people who know way more about sports than what we Well, so
1: so I I think part of that is like all of the big blood schools, they still get a mm-hmm. lot of top talent. But all these guys are looking and going, well, where can I actually play? And like who do I like and do I, you know, those little um, connections that players build, the coaches growing up, you know, different playing in different parts of the country, buddied up with this guy who goes to this school and he doesn't like it there. And he transfers there. So this guy chooses to go here now. And like the transfer and the transfer portal has, has helped that a lot too. Like all these teams have really good players that can take over a game. And, and the
2: well, there wasn't a lot.
1: The normal guys are all better,
2: right? There wasn't a lot of people going to like crazy teams. I don't feel like that's at all what did made the the lower the higher seed teams do as well this year. I mean, if anything, wasn't there? Is there? I, I I know you and Ian were talking about this. Isn't there a rule against like you can't play the next year of transfer? or You lose that on it.
1: No, no, no. What I mean is what I mean is like overall. Like we're seeing it more now because that has been in place. Like, so now these teams that are 12 seeds, they have a guy on their team that, that is good enough to play on that one or two seed in the tournament. And he chose to go to that 12 seed, you know, because one of his buddies is there, or he knows that coach and he, he knows he's going to get his shots and he likes the offense that they run. So he can set himself up for the draft. Well, and, but though, though, that's why all these lower seeds over well, time now they're like the point is,
2: you were saying hey, we
0: hadn't seen it a lot before, that? and that I'm just saying well, this it, is why now.
2: That yeah. Or do you think it's the I fact that a lot of the big name schools are getting hit left and right with these losses
0: I think it has, I think that has something to do with that for sure. But, um, I, I think it also has to do with Josh, what you were saying is that, um, I the NCAA made it a lot more, uh, uh, and they made it easier for players to transfer out and play. Like, I think they dropped that first year. Uh, um, if I'm not mistaken, I know that we're thinking about it or did do it, uh, dropping that first year uh, sit out if you do transfer. But I think you can only transfer to one school. You can't, like, transfer to one school and then transfer to another one. And, and yeah, I think, I think if you exactly. transfer one school exactly. – But
1: but if you if you if you leave and go somewhere else, you don't have to sit out for a whole year.
0: But if you transfer to another school, then after that, then you will have to sit out. Um, So therefore, they did make it out for they make it easier for like like Nate said, um, a a player that, you know, that wanted to play, you know, with with his best friend. And for some reason, his best friend didn't get accepted to that school. But now he's at this other school. You know, or that like coaches, coaches coaches, leave and go to different schools all the time. Right.
1: So so a guy who committed to this guy and he's like, you know what? I'll stick it out at the school because I like the school and I didn't just commit to the coach. But the coach Mm -hmm. is a lot of the reason I did. But I I committed. I'll stay. And he realizes, you know what? I don't really like this situation. He looks at the other place. Maybe he doesn't go to that coach, but he he has the choice and the chance now to go. Oh, you know what? That that team that ends up as a nine seed in the tournament that they get the guy who pushes them to the nine seed because he transferred over and saw like a good thing. And um, like to your point, right? Like we didn't see a lot of this happening before, but because we saw it happening a little bit, it made all those recruits reevaluate how they look at the landscape. Like, okay, maybe I could go here. And if I, you know, I'm good enough. If I go to this team, I think the guys that they got there are good enough we could we could go to the tournament and make a run and then and now, because more guys are making that choice now, more of the playing field is better. And so like the normal guys at all of these lower class, we'll call them schools is elevated a little bit. the you know the gap between the the top tier guys and the middle class isn't as big as it used to be. So, if one of those guys leaves one of those big schools because he doesn't like his situation and ends up in one of those middle tier teams, or even one of the, let's call it a lower tier team, those guys have a much better chance of being a 12 and winning
2: a yeah. game in the tournament. No, I mean, well, so, go ahead. I think so, you know, a little off subject, but still on subject. I, were you guys impressed with what was it? Only one team had to go through the COVID issue? Yeah, I, I was actually cool. very surprised,
0: especially being college kids. Um, but it seems like they were all very much, uh, especially since they didn't get a chance to play last year. I feel like they were, uh, especially, you know, the, the seniors and, you know, sophomores or, or juniors. I, yeah. I, I feel like they were very motivated to, to play this year.
1: Yeah. I was going to say basically the same thing. Um, you, you could kind of see it in how all of the players acted. They really mm-hmm. wanted to be there. And especially with it happening early, um you know it kind of set the tone for all them like oh shit okay Every, we got to lock in like if we we this is the year that we're going to make our run we have to do everything the right way and be be safe and cautious and yeah no and they, they were, clearly all were it, we got a great team. it was it really was team. and then i think
0: i heard one of the uh i think one of the ucla uh uh players had his brother come from vietnam and, you know, and he was like, instead of like, oh, it, instead of like seeing him or whatever, he had to like say hi to him from like the, uh, the window because he was like, bro, I know, you're breaking my, my, uh, uh, my little...
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's good to see you, It's good to see right you, but good to see you. I'll see you when the tournament's yeah. well, over. I'll see you when the you tournament's over. You
2: see the joke over. on that is like he brought him real early in the tournament, and they ended up destroying the team they were playing, and it, the big joke was, man, you should have saved that card for later on in the <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it was... I, I did not I did not see that, but that's kind of funny. Yeah, you should have waited for the Gunsaga game.
1: <laughs> so... um. Did, did you have any other I, stuff you wanted to talk about, Ivan? I, I, I did, I would...
0: actually. I had quite a few things, but, I mean, what what
1: what's up? Well, I just wanted to bring up, like, we haven't talked about any of uh, – I just wanted to kind of get our thoughts on the draft and are there any players you're interested in? Are there any of the storylines that have developed that you're interested in seeing, you know, who do you think is going to be the second quarterback? Oh, draft? I
0: think it's going to be know. that dude from Ohio State.
1: What do you – like, okay, I, I'm – Definitely biased right now because I just watched the uh, Kyle Brandt 10 Questions podcast with Josh Allen, and it Uh it was really good. He was really funny, and he actually crushed it. But uh, he kept mentioning his buddy Sam that he works out with, and it, it, it ended up that he was talking about Sam Darnold, and they're working out together, and I guess they're actually like best friends. He considers him one of his closest friends. And he complimented, you know, how he was throwing the ball and, and everything. But wh- what's your take on on that situation? Like, where do you fall in the, your belief in Sam Darnold? And what do you think are the possibilities for him, like, on the Panthers? You know, because to me, yeah. to me, I, I don't think he – I think, like, does he have a chance at being a top 10 quarterback? Sure. But it's not like a big one, like maybe 10% chance of being a top 10 quarterback, but if I- 80%, he's uh 12, you know, let's say 13 through 18. Um, and I think if he, if he gets there, the success that they'll be able to have as a team will, will be enough. Like he's not going to yeah. ever be a, a pro bowler. I don't think, I think he could, like- he has the potential in him, but I don't know. If you can overcome the start to the career that you that you've been put through, you know that, that, like that's a tough I, one.
0: If I was to compare him to an NFL player, I would very much compare him to Joe Flacco. Where I don't necessarily think he's an elite quarterback, but he's got the art talent to be a good quarterback, um,
2: and I think he could. He I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't think that. Flacco is a quarterback. <laughs> no.
0: Do, do do you? You thought I mean, Flacco was an elite quarterback? Please don't. Please don't. I mean, before your opinion.
2: before like the Patrick Mahomes era of of players of quarterbacks starting to enter the league, you know the Watsons and no, was, I
1: don't think he I, was. He was. Yeah, trash, I don't man. think. He was yeah, always trash, trash, and he always will so, be trash. So
0: so to. to uh, like I said, I, I, I'm going to compare him to Joe
2: Flacco. Where.
0: Uh, and I understand he, the comparison you're making. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And, and let, me, let think... me. Hold on.
2: Let me let me ask a question okay, on okay. this real quick. So, Flacco and the Ravens versus um, Alex Smith and uh, the Chiefs of the time, pre Mahomes. So, maybe the last year of okay. Alex Smith and Alex Smith the Chiefs versus uh, for, for the Flacco. Versus Flacco in a playoff game to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, no, no, no. Here, here's one. Okay. I'll do
1: you one better. Okay. Let's use your No, no, no. Okay. I'm just to, to un- I'm just to... let, let's understand your, your it, opinion. It, Hold on, Ivan. Let it, me go it's... one second. Okay. Switch the quarterbacks. And who do you pick to win? No, mean, switch the quarterbacks. So Joe Flacco now is the quarterback of the chiefs. And Alex Smith is now the quarterback okay, yeah. of the Ravens. Who are you picking to win the game?
2: I'm, I'm picking. OK, pleasure.
1: now you're a liar and we all know you're a liar. OK, that's all I needed. To, I, the baseline no, I, has been established because if, if you're I'd picking against the no. best defense in the history of it, football.
0: Exactly. And the talent like it, that
1: they had on that team on offense with Alex Smith would score at least nine more points a game at a minimum on average, at a minimum.
2: No, because are great at that. Time. What? Our defense was very yeah. the but last are it to the, the,
0: one the, of the best defenses that ever played the game.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: So that, that's what I'm saying. Like if 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 Sam Darnold, if so Sam you're going, Darnold, going
2: to Eli and the Giants route on it. You're going the Eli Giants route on it. Is that Flacco <laughs> is only as good as he was? I'm not. I'm not even going to I Eli the Eli going... Manning Flacco. I mean, I'm not even going to
0: Eli Manning because Eli Manning got to there twice. Joe Flacco got there once. Like I'm saying if you put enough talent around this dude, he might get you a Super Bowl ring. Yes. And
1: here's what I'm here's what I'm saying, right? In the context that you're putting <laughs> him in, he was really good. I would never call him elite. He had an elite run in the playoffs that got them the Super Bowl. That's when he was elite. In 2013, that, that he was one, elite. That's it. That one run was the only moment in his time that he was elite. Other than that, he was just Average to slightly above average, but for what he needed to do in the on the team he was on, he was more than enough to keep them super competitive.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, all right. All the right. quarterback out the of place. that
1: context and look at just the quarterback and judge him. He's not that good. But when you no. put him on that team, hmm. that's why I did what. That's why I said what I said. Take Alex Smith away and, and do it. I got
2: you. I that's
1: got how you. I'm judging him.
2: I got you. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, so, so yeah, What no. about you, Josh? I'm interested to hear what you have to, to think about Sam Darnold. Ah, uh, because you had Panthers players on your team last year, didn't you? In I, fantasy? you got a- I thought you had a Panthers <laughs> player on your team last year. Yeah. Fantasy.
0: Yeah. Didn't you? Didn't, who was that guy? Who was that dude you, you drafted that for, mm-hmm. yeah, for that, fantasy? It, who was that Panther player you drafted? He, I
1: know he had at least one really good game.
0: Yeah. Who, I Yeah. remember who was that. It. I can't remember his name. Who was uh, it? Um, but that, the reason I'm asking is because you were at
1: least paying attention to their offense last year, right? For for a short period, you were paying attention. So what do you yeah, what do game, you think? The
0: first game of the season, think, and that's it. What do you think? The, the game difference I
1: mean. is for that team, and for and for a, a certain running back. With maybe, do you call this an upgraded quarterback?
2: I think, I think Sam Donald needs to be put around. I don't know, man. It's so hard to tell, but the Jets, you know.
1: The coaching the coaching makes so it really, really hard to judge yeah. that dude because so many people have left that team and yeah. looked really good.
0: Yeah, I, I it's I think it's the new They have a new I mean, coach in the Jets.
1: No, I understand that. I, they do now, but that's what, he's not on that team anymore. He's on, we can only judge right. him for what he had, and nobody really speaks highly of the coach that he had. And
0: so I agree.
1: So everything potentially should be an upgrade for Sam Darnold, right? But
2: I mean, I mean, a better question is, is you know, what's that going to do for Cam? Like, where's what's cam got in New England? He's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so used yeah. to him
0: being there. No, no, he's not. He's not there or Teddy. And Teddy actually went to Teddy, where did Teddy's Teddy in Houston now? Did
1: they trade for him?
2: Okay.
0: No, Teddy was a free agent, I believe.
1: No, no, Teddy is on the. He's he signed a two-year deal last year. He's on the team. They approached him before they traded for Darnold, and they basically said, "Oh no, hey. no,
0: no, no! It wasn't it wasn't Teddy. It's Deshaun. I think they got uh, Deshaun uh, or uh, Tyrod."
1: Yes, they they signed Tyrod yes, this that, year. That,
0: that's what it was. That's but what Ted, was. It Teddy was is
1: already like they've already ne- approached him, and him and his team have said, "Hey, we'll let you negotiate to try and find somewhere else to go, and we'll we'll try and help make it happen."
0: Okay, yeah, I did not know about that, but I think he's still to this day in Carolina. Yeah,
1: he's still on the team. But I, yeah, on the I was
0: thinking about I was thinking about Tyrod. But even Ty if Ross. even if
1: he is still there, like even if they get stuck with him, I don't think the cap hit is atrocious. I think uh, that okay. they'll be fine, and and maybe it maybe it helps Darnold. You know, I think I want to be optimistic know, for Donald him. You know, Stats- like because I like his game,
2: Stats- but I've
1: seen him look really bad. I
2: don't know, man. Eight thousand yards, forty-five touchdowns, thirty-nine interceptions, with the passer rating of seventy-six. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I, I get it, but like he had, you but know, he, had mono, team, he exactly. had mono in the middle of the seat, in in the middle of one season, yeah. and came back from that. He has a COVID year where it's, you know, he, I, I, what was he? Was he sick or he was injured during the year? Like he's just had a really hop, hip-hop, skip-scop, you know, career, and hopefully this lets him get like in a groove, in a more positive mindset. And, just you know,
2: here, I can speak on it better like this. You know, I I don't know. I don't say, you know, I I don't know. We'll see what happens. The thing that excites me is that I feel like this QB mashup that's going on is just going to make for a more interesting year, a more interesting, more interesting fantasy year. I mean, it's it's going to be fun. It it's, it's just makes the sport really exciting for me to see, like, all of this stuff changing up. Like I said when we talked about this before, you get so used to seeing a team and a certain quarterback. Look, I'm still associating Cam Newton mm-hmm. with the Panthers, you know. You're so used to seeing these guys be there for so long. Especially the top-tier ones, yeah. Quarterbacks. Yeah, these franchise quarterbacks, and you know, with the rumor of Aaron Rodgers, which I don't even still, we still don't even know what's going on with that. You know, it's just it's just interesting and exciting, and and I'm ready for football. To, I'm so ready for football. I'm ready for the draft, man. I can't. Uh, I'm... For, for all these. that's another thing, the draft too. I, I'm really excited to see what happens because you see all these teams going. What was it? I think it said uh, Philly has like. All of these, like five different options, including the draft, of what they're going to do for quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: I mean, I'm
2: excited
0: for the draft too.
1: There's a lot of potential um, I got, stuff to happen. Go ahead.
0: No, no, no. I, I was just, just kind of, just off the wall, random thoughts that I am, I am very much excited for the draft. Just because, like you guys were saying, it seems like this year there's been more free agent talk and more trade talk around the draft than any other year. Um and the fact that I feel like they're also opening up for the people again, uh, it's it's just it's just going to be nice. Um, I'm also excited for our podcast that we're going to have for the draft because I got a couple fun uh, uh, draft trivia questions that I got for you guys. Right. that I think you guys you guys should like. <laughs> it's the draft they, April uh, twenty third? Yeah, two weeks. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's in two weeks or something like that. Yeah, no, it's, 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 I'm I'm pretty excited for it. Did you guys, uh, see just on the, I know that we've been kind of talking about sports and, uh, and movies all, all pretty much all podcast long. So let me combine them into, into one here. Did you guys see that Sean Payton is being played in the movie by Kevin James? Uh
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> did I you did
0: guys see, see that? <laughs> did you guys see what the movie's about? Yeah,
1: it's about his year off. No. It's about his year from off when he was suspended from the of league. the Bounty yeah. Gate.
0: Yeah. I hope, and, then, and now, I, hope, I hope it's being... like a
1: tongue-in-cheek. Like I hope it's a Kevin James like comedy. Uh, sure you imagine If they, be, if they it, like completely make fun of, it, one? of his ear off, like put yeah. him in weird, crazy situations. Well,
0: they're saying, well, no, they're saying that it's about how he ended up uh, being a uh, assistant coach on his son's uh, sixth grade football team. <laughs> so, which it's 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 fun. It's it's a factually fact thing. Like he actually did that. Yeah, so yeah. I bet I bet they just kind of like put a little twist on it they're a little fun i I mean kevin james could play like
1: if they want to just do it where like they just do a almost you know more of a realistic take on it like kevin james mm -hmm. will make it funny in the right moments but what i'm saying what i'm saying is i would love if it was like a kevin james like if it was a paul blart style movie you know or if it was everything was uh, was meant to be over the top funny and like tongue-in-cheek humor where it's like all right we're telling the story whatever like, goes this wrong, is goes actually on. what happened but we're gonna really like ham it up and make it funny i i think it would yeah, be yeah, hilarious yeah. to see something like that
2: have you seen the, mm-hmm. NASCAR one that the what mm-hmm. i i like most of the NASCAR stuff
1: one. that kevin james does so yeah me
0: too i have
1: so i want to really ask you guys like about the chiefs and their off season so far um I don't entirely know how I feel like I don't necessarily feel overwhelmed. I don't really feel like underwhelmed. I just kind of feel like um, okay about most of the stuff we've done. I still have a lot of questions and I'm really, yeah, I don't I know mean- why it, it feels like they swung and missed, but.
0: I, I was just about to say it feels like unfortunately we swung and missed on a few of the people that we wanted to get this year, which I'm actually okay with a few of
2: them. Um, I'm not I wasn't a, I wasn't I a think big say, I you guys say swing and miss, but I mean it's not like they didn't swing and a miss. What it came down to was what it came down to is those people pretty much choosing to stay where they're at or more take money. Huge
0: but that's what it, but see that exactly what I was saying, Josh, is that people will straight up take the money over the rings when they know like, the teams that they signed with, I can't necessarily well, see them being like, you know what, I'm going to stay here because I'm going to win a ring. Like, I, they're staying there or, or playing there because they're like, you know what, I'm going to get paid banks for the next three, four years. You know, fuck what their team does. You know, I'm going to be Well, rich.
1: and there were a lot of guys who took one-year deals to go back to places or to go somewhere else. And so here's my here's my take on it and why I, I haven't been, like, hot or cold on most of it. When you when you look at the cap, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go, further, like Ivan, who are you referring to? I I have a feeling you're referring to Trent yeah. Williams.
0: that's who. That's who exactly. Who I take? But he
2: signed yeah, to the 49ers, right? And he's already been to the Super Bowl twice once, with I the Forty Niners. Yeah, right? but it,
0: once. Yeah, but did he win? He hasn't won. Oh, well, he's been
2: there since 2010. When did uh, Kaepernick go?
0: I think it was before that. Yeah, but he still didn't win. Like. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like when you're when you're you. Uh, to me, if you you want to win, especially if you've been there
2: twice and haven't won one. Well, I mean, it's it's. I don't think it's all about money. I think it's he's been there twice. He's been there twice with the team he's already on. They no, want He was. But on, he didn't he, go played in Washington. He, he wasn't there. He yeah, wasn't there. Yeah, he wasn't there with Trent. Yeah, wasn't there, was there when
0: they were Yeah, he was in Washington. Exactly.
2: When did uh? When did the? 49ers I mean, it was years go? ago, but he no, wasn't on the team. It, it, yeah. He, he, yeah, he, he was drafted in
1: Washington. He was Played in Washington. Played in yeah. Washington, and then he was traded.
0: And, and I don't think he went. Now that I think, I don't know if he went. Whenever no, he, he wasn't. Played there two I was going to say, ago. I actually don't yeah, think don't he was doubt. on
1: the team. He wasn't on the team. So
0: I don't think he's actually ever even made of the playoffs you, at that. They, but it, listen, sure listen. listen the point.
1: The point is is nullified because I, I'm fine with them uh, not making him with not uh, making uh, him I'm the my, the highest okay. paid offensive lineman in the league we don't we don't, I don't need think that's
0: what we're trying on doing is why you're No, not that, exactly.
1: That's what I'm saying. I'm okay with him not being here.
2: We already did that. We already did the highest paid lineman in the year, in the in the in the NFL route when we with Fisher. Wasn't it? But that right was only me? that yeah. was, was only because that team.
1: was the last year I believe for the yeah. draft picks to be paid like that. It's not we didn't yeah. do that and he didn't mm-hmm. do that. Everybody just held that against him because he was drafted there, but if you look back at that draft he's the guy that you would most likely take at that spot. So can't really be mad. And honestly, that's part of why I'm not upset at the Chiefs offseason right now and why I'm fine with them not paying a left tackle to be the highest paid guy in the league at his position. We were fine at that position. We were fine until a freak injury happens at the absolute worst Mm -hmm. possible time. And so all of the plans were scrambled. And then you throw on top of that the cap, dropped this year because of the covid last year and the loss of the you know because of the bs and the way that that the owners did it but next year right part of the reason a lot of these guys went back on those who could get money took money and those who wanted to stay and potentially have a better situation not have to learn a new offense whatever um, those guys took a lot of one-year deals because next year the cap is going to go way up and all these guys are going to sign long-term deals and there's the, the market's going to be way better. Uh, That's part part of why I think a lot of the guys who could have come here, like that's why we don't know what the contract offers the chiefs were making were maybe they were only offering everybody one year deals and they were hoping to, to grab one of the guys and the other guys were like, nah, okay, I'm just going to stay where I'm at. Maybe some of these guys didn't want to take, a two or three-year deal that we offered because they wanted to, to gamble, take a year and see if they could make more than that next year. Knowing, hey, the Chiefs well, wanted if me. Were, if I if I'm a free agent next year, chances are I can come here still.
0: If there were one-year deals, well, there were. There must have been some good enticing one-year deals because a lot of the times they said that for even for the Trent Williams and the Juju, they said that the Chiefs were down to the very end. Uh, you know, negotiate. So. Well, I think
2: what it also shows but- me is Juju. the only reason we didn't get Juju is he wants to play. Like I think somebody else said it last time: one more year with and you want to be. A, and he wants to be. Yeah, a it,
0: but I'm actually okay with not getting Juju. I'm not. That's not a type of player that who I think we need. I,
1: I would have really liked Juju on our team because I think a, a, <laughs> and this is like I agree with you for the most part, Ivan. But I think a guy like that coming over here might be the spark under a guy like McCall Hardman's ass that you need. Like a guy who comes in Mm -hmm. because look at McCall's Instagram. Like he wants to be that kind of a guy too. You know, he leans into being the jet. He, he has the outfits that he wears. Like you guys know, we follow him on on, on Instagram. He wears outfits to the games. We just don't say shit about it because nobody really draws attention to it. And he's not dancing. But if a guy Mm -hmm. like that shows up on the team, I think McColl might be like, oh, shit, like that's what I'm supposed to be on the team. Everybody's supposed to look at me first, like, and maybe that motivates him (laughs) to, like, elevate the level of his play. Um, But I don't think that the I don't think that the wide receiver position that we have available, what what we're asking most of the guys to do in that position uh, isn't the most attractive thing for wide receivers to do. You kind of want to be the number one or the number three receiver for the chiefs. You don't don't really want to be the number two. You're going to get some looks, but that's not what you're.
2: I don't agree with that. I think he's a lot like Tom Brady. He's going to pick. He's going to pick the field. He's going to choose. He's Uh, he's going to
0: pick whoever's open, but I I do feel like if, if we do need a little bit of help as far as wide receiver goes, but I mean, like Nate, like, I think you we're had, gonna have to draft. Him. I don't guy? necessarily think because of what he's saying. I don't also necessarily think we can also I bring think like next a high next year in. we're gonna
1: have a way better chance of bringing somebody in because a lot of the question marks that we have left are gonna get answered. That, that mm-hmm. I, I
2: I think I, I think we should be surprised that we pick anybody up in free agency. I mean, at the beginning of the year, excuse me, the beginning of the end of the season. They even came out and said that, you know, we're not making any moves in free agency. We got to figure out the salary cap, and that they were gonna. They really made it seem like they were gonna mm-hmm. do a lot on the draft field. So, the fact that you know we did pick and up one of linemen. the best
1: linemen in the league, uh, you know, from what from what all the good and smart people say.
2: Yeah, so I, I'm I'm pretty impressed in that, and I've been. I also agree with you. I think I think we do need someone to take a little more attention off a high caliber name to give. To give him home some more time. I mean, shit, dude. If you had Tyreek Hill, McCole Hardman, Travis Kelsey, Juju, and then any of the other fast guys we have out there, I mean, you've got three guys. You've got to double team. So play.
0: I, I want to, yeah, I want to make.
2: How, how are you gonna? How are you gonna set a quarterback with when you're already having to pretty much double team? Two out of the three. I want to make one last
1: point team. that I've kind of been thinking about as we've been talking about this. Right. And I'm looking at the Chiefs' salary cap on on Track. When we think about Mahomes, we compare him with Brady, like right. That's like where most people go right now. And I think we've already done a better job as an organization of putting talent around Patrick Mahomes. So even if this is the if this is as good as the talent level at like playmakers gets for him. In the context of like overall other really good quarterbacks and championship teams we're we're probably over talented for most like Super Bowl capable teams it, you know when you really come down to think about it so
2: well, you look at Tampa right Bay's
1: but Tampa Bay has cool. leveraged has leveraged yeah. everything for the last run that they're gonna get with Brady right they're oh, gonna yeah. be paying the fucking piper yeah when he is gone, it's gonna crumble, and they're gonna have a shitload of dead money, and they're gonna suck for a year or two before they bounce back. I think they're but gonna suck for long. We're playing than year the long. Too. We're playing the long game, so that's why I think our shot at like, I think we have a really good shot at drafting a receiver or another playmaker. Uh, I, I, it's got to be a receiver. I would love to see them get the replacement uh, for Kelsey on the roster before he starts to show chinks, because that if there's one guy. If there's a a thing that makes me worry about the season, it is Kelsey.
2: Uh, I think the word is kinks.
0: yeah. I mean, I don't kinks. think there's any kinks, but I do agree with what Nate is saying. I think before no, there's, there's nothing before we've there seen yet any, to make yes. me
1: worried. But but the way he takes hits on like all it takes is one of those giving him a little knee thing or a shoulder thing. Like look at what happened to Gronk, you know, and the usage rate that Kelsey gets, the, those littler ones, he's not going to take the time off. Like I think we can all know?
0: agree that Tyreek Hill is at the peak of his career as and he's not getting any better than what he is now. Therefore, he's only going to get worse. So before he starts getting uh, downhill, we we've got like to...
1: this year. This year will probably like this year or next year will be the best years we will yeah, ever see from he's him. And then he's going to level out. He's going to he's going to go downhill a little bit and then kind of level once his because he's got such next level athleticism, it's going to be interesting when he loses his half a step. He's still going to be like what the the eighth fastest guy in the league. So mm. how, how much does I, it?
2: I think he. I think he. You would think that his um, his skill would increase as his speed. Uh, well, his skill level is
1: so high right now. But oh, maybe he, like a so. Hopefully, ball, he man. gets
2: better on his route. Maybe his catching. Maybe his routes get his better That is exactly. I mean he drops yeah. fucking balls yeah. in the Super Bowl like, and that he drops the,
1: the easy game. ones still and it sometimes and that that drives me nuts. But I'll take I will take Tyreek Hill a hundred times out of a hundred. Give whatever if this is the best that we ever see last year or the year before, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever you want to judge is his best year. No, Tyreek. I'm saying if, if this is the peak that we ever get from him, I'm I'm happy. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> I would take this hundred out of hundred times.
2: I don't think it's going to be a peak. You know, he's had a couple parts times where his ankle's been rolled or something like that. But the dude hasn't sustained the shoulder real big thing. Injury. The shoulder he's thing. Maybe what? Yeah. That
1: was that took him out for what? Yeah, like I mean, four, five weeks. I mean, but
2: was that last? Two years was ago. Was that the year before?
1: But he had something, he had something yeah, a couple, he, for, just, he always has a little something. That's what I'm saying. He's That's a bowling ball, man. Like guys like him. Yeah. We're, we're, we're about to his peak and, and I think he can get better, but we've probably uh, only got another three years or four.
2: Reason name, another reason why we need a big name wide receiver or at least another large, you know, somebody I'm telling
1: you, man, make we, feel I don't know good. what our, we've got $12.5 million in cap space is what they say. I, like yeah, everybody can hate me, but like my my Madden scenario, I still want us to trade for Odell. I would listen. Oh
0: I am I, never. I would oh never be God. against that. I, you can. You will never. <sighs> you will never find me on the negative side of that. But I don't. I just I don't would, see uh, it happening. Like that's obviously something that's like, you know, that I don't see it happening.
1: I, I. That's what I'm saying. In my Madden dreams, it it is a trade where if you go and look at it, it there's, it's a realistic trade. There are there are plenty of ways that you could make it work. If, and, if you're
0: playing Madden, yes. And, um,
1: no, but no. If, I mean, like if you're, the numbers work, the numbers
0: no. work. It does not make sense. Maybe, maybe, no. maybe. For, it just but, doesn't. It it's to doing that's doing the absolute most, and you know, so it. it
2: are you guys are you guys mad at uh, Tyreek at all for um, no, he's he's no, no he turning down no because have a huge the contract. full
1: story was they wanted to add years on like restructure means extend and he he didn't want to extend until the end of his deal so he's he's going to end up as the highest paid receiver yeah, in the I, league I don't when
0: blame him so especially he, he should have I
1: don't think Tyreek is going to end up on the in, on the Chiefs after this contract ends
0: You don't think so you think we'd let him go.
1: I I know I think he's going to go I think he we aren't going to make him the highest paid wide receiver in the Mm -hmm. league and when he hits the free agent market he will he will most likely reset the wide receiver market he will be the highest paid wide receiver in the league
2: so hypothetical here Tyreek doesn't diminish in the next what do we got Uh, two years three years Okay, so let's say three to make it easy. He doesn't diminish in the next three years. He's at the top of the wide receiver. This team, year and next, top five for sure. This year and next. This year. Okay, so he's in the top five next year. He's in the top three next year. He's in the top five the new year after that. Over a thousand yards, double digits nope. touchdowns. You nope. still would not believe nope. that the Chiefs would. I I, I, I could. He, well,
1: a. he's going to be. Mm-hmm. He's going to be. 29 years old when he hits free agency. So so he's going to get top top dollar money. Well
2: let's let's take the yeah you can you have no you, to, you, know, have you, have you to can't that, you have to yeah, factor that in when, when that, yeah. what what
1: how old is he going to be and 29 is yeah. not like we, what we were all saying is this year or next
2: how old is jerry you right can't right
1: compare right? him to jerry. This year this year or next this year or next First. he's going to hit his peak, right? If he hasn't already. Mm-hmm. And so by the time he's 29 he will still be playing at, at a extremely, extremely high level. He will get but the chances the, the that he's gonna continue that
0: over through to the, the next chance and that's of his why, career. And that's why I say the Chiefs done.
1: won't pay him won't pay him for those years.
0: Exactly. That's that, why we won't, won't pay him for those years.
1: But just won't. but
0: he will he will get a free agent money top-notch but running. he will
1: become he will become the highest paid receiver and i don't know about the highest or one at, of the highest at the point that he signs at the point he signs his deal it will reset oh the
0: oh nate nate put it on the nate, board are, are you put saying that whenever tyree kills signs the next contract he will be the highest paid wide receiver ever yes is that what you're saying
1: 110 percent. Well,
0: I'm saying that next time Tyreek Hill signs a contract, he is not going to be the highest paid wide receiver ever. Put
1: it on, okay. the, board. Put it on the board! This, this, one's, doing- this one we got to wait two years for. Hey, man, I saw
0: something. listen, we got some on here that, you know, it's going to take a while, but we got yeah. them on here. Well, we hope.
2: Okay, so to finish it out, to kind of tie yes. us all back together, let's kind of let's let's touch on a really interesting fact that I saw today. So, after almost ten years, did you guys realize that the Carson Palmer, Palmer trade is finally complete?
1: No, explain it to me.
2: Yeah, the Carson Palmer trade, after ten years, is finally completed. So, when the Bengals release of Giano de this week, the original Carson Palmer trade has a, Carson Palmer trade has originally played itself out all the way out. So, the Bengals ended up getting Drake Kirkpatrick and Gio Bernard and the Raiders ended up getting Carson Palmer, Michael Rivera, uh, and Shelby Harris, which none of those people, besides hey, Gio, Gio, released this year. Already...
1: Well, Arizona won yeah. that. So. Oh, so. for sure. But that's, I, yeah. I love Giovanni Bernard. Um, he's always, he he's always been one of those guys who's tantalizingly
2: talented. Which name? And one last thing, did you guys see um that um Tennessee State has Tennessee
0: a new head coach? who who is uh-uh.
2: that state? Hey. Oh nice. no, way, Teddy George. Yeah. He took a head coaching position. Uh All right. I place, just, you
0: know, Prime's just trying to, you know, break some barriers, huh? <laughs> Good, good, good for him. I hope he does well, I man. I hope he does for everybody. The same. I hope Prime does well for Jackson State. I hope you know Eddie George does well in Tennessee. I hope
1: all the all the coaches out there have good seasons.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that that is that concludes our podcast. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. As always, you know, like and subscribe. Um, you know, we got some uh, – we'll, we'll try to keep this thing going for you guys. Like I said, sorry for the uh, hiatus, but we'll for sure keep this thing going every week. Let's do
1: some bonus um, episodes for the people in the next couple of weeks as well. Let's do something. Oh, we'll do sure. like we got to do a, a sports movie one. We have to well,
2: do that. it. Oh. <laughs> if it wasn't
0: so selfish and going you know, to yeah, Disneyland. No. Then well, then if he was then? just able to do one, I, don't, I can't believe – well, you know, since he did win the bracket, we send him to Florida. Yeah, so, you know. He you won. Know,
1: he took a vacation to won, celebrate. He, you know, so exactly,
0: that's how we'll yeah, end I it. Don't... You know
1: what? Let's just let's end it with a congratulations <laughs> to Ian and and uh, bring us something
0: fun back from yeah. Disney World. Yes. Bring me some motherfucking ears back, bitch. <laughs> I want I <laughs> my ears. <mic>, <laughs> <hold my mic. laughs> All
1: right, idiot <laughs> guys. I'm out of here.
0: All right, idiot south. noche Ciao.